Relevant Radio is listener-supported radio. Talk radio for Catholic life. Welcome to our fall pledge drive. Join the family. We got, oh boy, we got, I, thank you again. It's just always amazing to me, and I'm so grateful that that all of you are so invested, I suppose is the right word, in, in, in the work of Relevant Radio, which is your work. So thank you. That said, let us pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Well, let's do it. Let's go to the big book on the coffee table. Let's see here. This is what I bet a lot of people think is an odd feast. The feast of the dedication of the Lateran Basilica. Why are we celebrating a basilica? Why are we celebrating a building? Well, there's a very good reason we're celebrating a building. It's much more than a building we're celebrating. Uh, some little-known facts about the um, the Lateran, the Church of St. John Lateran. It is, uh, uh, it's, its original name, what was it? It was, um, oh gosh, it's uh, uh, dedicated to, uh, oh, where, where did I put that? I, I actually, um, uh, good grief, for some reason, it's taking, the computer is taking me into space things Spanish and I don't want things Spanish well I'll I'll get there uh, it's it's uh, the 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 church is dedicated to uh, st. John the Baptist um, that's one of the one of the patron saints of the the um, uh, the the Basilica and it was a palace uh, it, it was a palace of, of the Laterani family and the Lateran, the Laterani were were uh, Roman nobles, who this was their palace next to a big uh, fortification, a Roman military camp. It was sort of out in the burbs, um, and the Lateran family fell into disgrace uh, under Emperor Nero, as a lot of people did, and uh, the the palace changed hands. Finally, it was it was. Uh, owned by uh, Maxentius, one of the co-emperors at the time of Constantine. That's 310 AD. And Maxentius and Constantine were fighting it out as to who was going to be the emperor. The the empire had been divided. There was an emperor and a vice emperor, uh, 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 an assistant emperor. And Constantine went for the the whole deal. And so Maxentius was in ensconced in Rome, and he and um, Constantine fought it out, and Maxentius was was uh, committed to the old gods. So uh, the the uh, great battle happened at Milvian Bridge. It was Maxentius was defeated and and drowned. Um, and and well, I think after this. For some reason, 
constant, well, for political reasons, Constantine uh, married Maxentius's uh, sister, Fausta, and the Lateran Palace belonged to her at the time. Uh, the the um, this 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 um, family was very very powerful, and well, I think Constantine married her to make nice with her and to to unite the factions in Rome. That's probably the reason. But he ended up now. This is this is <clears throat> real history. He ended up executing her uh, because she was involved somehow in treason with his son by his first marriage, Crispus. He executed. There are different stories that come down. We're not sure why he executed her and how he executed her. But he, she died, and his son Crispus died. There was an implication that they were plotting against him. So that's probably what happened. So the, the palace was given to the bishop, and it was transformed into the Cathedral of Rome. St. Peter's Basilica in, on the Vatican Hill, west of the River Tiber, is not the Cathedral Church of Rome. It's not. It's a memorial church built by Constantine over the grave of St. Peter. Are you kidding me Saint, right now? No, I wouldn't kid you. This this basilica of St. John Lateran is the, uh, uh, um, the Cathedral of Rome, the cathedra. Well, that would be a good word of the day, but I'll share it in now. The word cathedra is a Latin word meaning throne, and teaching rabbis had a teaching chair, a cathedra. It doesn't just mean throw it. It means a straight back chair. And uh, there was a teaching chair that rabbis um, carried around. And there's the tradition that Peter, uh, stepping into the position of rabbi, teacher, had his throne, uh, had his teaching chair with him. We see in the Gospel of Matthew that Jesus goes up the mountain to get away from the crowd and his disciples follow him and he sits down. I'm not going to grind that X again, but it's still so. Jesus wasn't standing on the mountain preaching to the crowds. He was sitting and read Matthew 5 and he was sitting speaking to his disciples. Uh, a, a Jewish rabbi, when he was about to say something important, sits and you'll see a bishop at an ordination or a, 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 a ritual mass like that. They, they will bring a chair over and uh, the bishop will sit to give the the uh, the instruction. Very interesting. So, so the the, uh, the 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 Vatican and Saint Peter's was was the site of Peter's uh, execution and burial, but the Cathedral Church of Rome is the latter. So, what are we celebrating? We are celebrating one the liber. Oh, by the way, the I, I, the the dedication of the church really is. Uh, to uh, Salvatore, uh, or, uh, it's the Basilica of our Most Holy Savior and St. John the Baptist and St. John the Evangelist at, at, at the Lateran. That's the real name of the church, so we just call it the Lateran, um, or St. John's Lateran. So, um, oh, the phone lines, by the way, are open. I'm supposed to remind you the phone lines are open at 888-914-9149, 888-914-9149. That's if you want to ask a question, which I would be happy to try to answer, uh, or you can call if you want to donate. We, we're, we're doing pretty well, but we're not there yet. Uh, 
to donate 877-291-0123. Let me get back to this exposition about the Lateran Basilica. So how did the Pope end up in the Vatican and at St. Peter's? Well, things were tough in the Middle Ages, and uh, there was a big dispute uh, between the French and the Italians. Uh, They elected a French Pope who promptly moved the papacy to a town in what is today France, Avignon, and uh, the papacy resided there for 60 or 70 years, and Rome went just a rack and ruin, and finally the Pope was convinced he needed to come back to his diocese. So he came back to, uh, he came back to, uh, where's my little cheat sheet here? He came back to to um, Rome, and he wasn't going to stay in St. John's Lateran because in, in the residence there, there had been a couple of fires. It was a wreck. So he stayed at St. Mary's Trastevere, and then there was another church, and finally he settled on the Vatican. That's how the popes got to the Vatican. But the cathedral was never changed. So I think that's kind of interesting. We're celebrating the the freedom of the church from almost 300 years of persecution today. And when we come back, because we're going to listen to Father Rocky for a bit, I'm going to talk about the other dimension that I think we celebrate today, which I think is marvelously spiritual. But that's, that's you know, St. John Lateran. That's the Cathedral Church of Rome. St. Peter's is where the popes live because of the, the ravages of history. But St. John Lateran is still the Cathedral Church of Rome. So let's go and listen to Father Rocky. Hi, Father Rocky here. Can you believe with the purchase of our big new FM station that covers Cincinnati and Dayton, Ohio, that Relevant Radio can now be heard on 214 stations? In the last few years, we've added stations in Detroit, Honolulu, Tucson, Baltimore, Seattle, Bloomington, South Bend, and several more. We've grown like crazy in the last few years, and that was only possible due to the consistent support of a relevant radio family of listeners, in particular, our St. Joseph Recurring Gift Society members. Please consider joining them with a recurring gift of as little as $25 a month. Our recurring givers also receive spiritual benefits. Learn more by clicking on the support tab at relevantradio.com. We have matching funds this hour, so join our St. Joseph Recurring Gift Society now, and your gift will be doubled. Give now at relevantradio.com or the Relevant Radio app, or you can call us at 877-291-0123. Listener-supported radio, and proud of that because we are a family. This is Relevant Radio, the fall pledge drive here, working our way through Day four, it's Brooke Taylor here with Neil Robbins popping in during Father Simon Says to ask for your help in efforts to reach that goal of $3 million. We are about 63% of the way to our goal. We've got one more day left, so that's by tomorrow at 5 o'clock. And as Father Rocky just mentioned, special thank you to everyone in new markets who are giving for the first time. We've been seeing some really beautiful generosity. If you're in a new market, we would love for you to show your support. And if you're feeling prompted to give more than once, we thank you. Debbie in Northbrook, Illinois. Verna in Philly. I just saw you made a second gift, and that is noticed and appreciated. Thank you. In less than 60 seconds, you can give safe, secure online through the app, also via relevantradio.com and at one 219 Neil, we have a big goal for this hour. Yeah, 130 people to step forward and help Relevant Radio in our Join the Family Pledge drive. We have a 100% dollar-for-dollar match, a 100% dollar-for-dollar match. 
your gift will be instantly doubled. And again, give online at relevantradio.com by tapping the app or by calling 877-291-0123, 877-291-0123. Yeah, Father Rocky says we are up to 214 stations now across the country. Relevant Radio is live. We are interactive Catholic Talk Radio, and we are listener-supported. So uh, unlike other stations, uh, hey, we need your help to stay on the air. Right now is a great time to get a hold of us and support Relevant Radio. Join the family by getting a hold of us at RelevantRadio.com, the app, or 877-291-0123. Looks like we are down to 117 people to step forward. Help us out during our pledge drive. Join the family now. And Neil, yesterday I saw we had a, when I was on with Drew, a giver from Armenia. So we are worldwide as well with the app. And so we're grateful and we are a family. We say that because there's a reciprocity we say with that and how we bring Christ to the world, but you bring Christ to us as well. We want to keep expanding that. And if you give online, you receive that talk from Father Rocky about how to make the most of Advent, encounter Christ as we approach this season that will be here before we know it. Relevant Radio app or the website in one 877 As Brooke mentioned, we're 63% of the uh, of our need this week of $3 million. 63 isn't 100%, so we've got a ways to go. Help us out in uh, any with any amount you can. Your gift will be doubled right now during this partnership cha- challenge hour. 877-291-0123. Online at relevantradio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. Playing this song for no political reason. <laughs> Just thought I'd throw that in. You know, I don't do politics. It's politics never changes. It's so I don't want to go there. But the Bible, the word of the Lord endures forever. All right. By the way, the phones are open at 888-914-9149. That's 888-914-9149. Come ask me a question. And I'll be getting a phone soon. But, you know, I, they were, during the break, uh, we were talking about the relevant radio family. And, you know, in my experience, it's, it's really true. When I go to a relevant radio event or meet some relevant radio person, uh, just it's, it really is kind of, I know it sounds a little schmaltzy, but it really, there's, there's a feeling of family. It's like, oh, yeah, we're, we're on the same page. You know, we love Jesus. We want to learn about the Bible. We're living a spiritual life. Um, yeah. And, and even with, with listeners who aren't Catholic, there's a certain, um, sense of belonging. And, and I think that that must be pleasing to God, uh, that, that, that when I see somebody from relevant radio at some event, big smiles. So that said, I want to get back to, to the, uh, the, uh, concepts here. So we're celebrating today the, the, the freedom of the church after almost 300 years of persecution. But we are also celebrating the idea of the house of the Lord. And this is a huge biblical idea. It's very important. Um, there were certain messianic expectations. The three big messianic expectations, as far as I can tell, were 
the rebuilding, purification and rebuilding of the temple, the restoration of the Davidic monarchy, and the establishment of peace. Well, those things didn't happen. Oh, yes, they did. Well, peace. <laughs> We're so worried about war, though. Yeah, but Jesus said to his disciples, peace I give you. Peace I leave you. Not as the world gives peace. That's why we say that in the Mass, that, that the peace that the Messiah promised can be found in Jesus. And, and you know, we can look at the, the ragings of the nations and say, yeah, but God's in control. If you know Christ, that's true. And, well, the, the, um, uh, the monarchy, what do you mean, the Davidic monarchy? Yeah, Jesus is the king of kings. And the Messianic promises that his throne will last forever. Well, that's true in Jesus. But the temple, the, the reestablishment of the temple, this is a huge thing. Uh, the, the Messiah was going to rebuild, destroy and rebuild the temple to purify. That's why Jesus does this symbolically uh, in the week before, uh, you know, on Palm Sunday, the week before Easter. Uh, but this first reading from Ezekiel, the 47th chapter, I saw water flowing from the temple. And uh, the, the, the symbolism of water flowing from the temple, water really did flow from the temple. That there, the Temple Mountain to this day, we can't research it because it's such a politically delicate uh, place and, and you just can't go up there and start digging. But we know that the Temple Mount, um, the hill on the east side of Jerusalem on which the temple was built, is riddled with cisterns. A huge amount of water was needed, and they brought it in by aqueduct uh, and stored it in cisterns. Huge amount of water was needed for the ritual purifications involved in the temple and simply to wash the blood away. There was actually a, um, I, I, I have read, and, and uh, I think it is so, there was actually a way to, to almost flood the court of the, of, the, of the priests where the sacrifices were made. That, that it wasn't a deep amount of water, but they could just flood that area and that water would, you know, you'd see blood and water coming from the side of the temple. And, and, and Jesus said, uh, we read uh, in the scriptures that Jesus said uh, that, that he would destroy this temple. Uh, and in three days, I will raise it up. And he was speaking, of course, the temple of his body. What, 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 what? what do you mean the temple of his body? There is a fascinating um, section in the Gospel of St. John, the crucifixion, <clears throat> where the author kind of like looks, <laughs> I don't you've ever seen a, a movie in which uh, uh, an actor breaks the barrier between the, the audience and the movie. He looks at the camera and starts talking to the audience. It's a, a dramatic device. Well, they do that in the Gospel of John. John stops action. He says, that, that blood and water flowed from his side. The one who saw this, his witness is true. In other words, I'm not making this up. Blood and water flowed from his side. It's very interesting. On the Shroud of Turin, there is serum, which would have looked like water and largely been composed of, of water, and blood. You can't see the serum stains without ultraviolet light, but they're there. And so the man on the Shroud, blood and water flowed from his side. Well... If you were standing on a day when there were a lot of sacrifices made, you would see water. You would see blood coming from the drains uh, in the southeast corner of the temple. 
and it would flow into the Kidron Brook, and then you would see water coming out of the temple. Uh, the the water that washed away the blood from the temple court. It was it was uh, like a slaughterhouse the, on feasts like Passover. So blood and water flowed from the side of the temple. And when John the Evangelist, patron saint, one of the two patron saints of St. John Lateran, when John the Evangelist, standing at the foot of the cross, saw blood and water flow from the side of Jesus when his, his side was pierced by a Roman lance, he thought, my God, that's what Jesus was talking about, my Lord and my God. He would have, and I don't say that word, but God, glibly here, um, that, that he would have realized what Jesus said, that his body was the third temple. Jesus established the temple, and we're incorporated into his body. So we're part of that temple made with living stones. So that's what we're celebrating, the, the, re, the, the messianic promise fulfilled. That That's why we say a Gloria today and why we have three readings and why it's a solemnity, because uh, um, it is a solemnity, isn't it? Uh, it's, yeah, it's a solemnity. Uh, that it, oh, it's only a feast. I thought it was a solemn. No, it's a feast. That's right. Got to keep those straight. Uh, but I went in the in Rome. It might be a solemnity. I don't know. It means you but, can only uh, have one piece of cake instead of two. <laughs> you only have one piece of cake instead of two. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's we'll, we'll agree on that. So uh, this is this is uh, um, uh, what we're celebrating. We're celebrating uh, the freedom that we got to worship God and the fact that God established the true temple, the church as the place of worship. It's a big feast and we don't celebrate it nearly as, 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 you know, as enthusiastically as we should, but, but it's an important feast. And if you wonder why we're celebrating a building, now, you know, we're celebrating our, our freedom in Christ and we're celebrating the fulfillment of the messianic promise. And um, I think that's real, real important. So again, the phones are open at 888-914-9149. That's 888-914-9149. And if you want to help us out, uh, you know, and as my, my, as I often said to my, my dear mother, please, 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 please. But uh, if you want to help us out, that's 888 or 877-291-0123. Or you can do it on, on the computer. Uh, you can do it on the web. It's 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 quite easy. So um, there you go. Um, now, where are we going now? We're going to the call center, right? Oh, we have a whole other minute. <laughs> Goodness, I could say something in a whole other minute. We have a whole minute. Well, let me look at... Uh, uh, um, uh, my letters. Have I got a letter that I can answer in under a minute? Okay. I, I, I talked about this yesterday, sort of at the end. I didn't have a lot of time. Oh, there's the letter. There's the thing. What does spirit and truth mean? Well, the temple in Jerusalem, back to the temple in Jerusalem, it was made out of stone. It didn't breathe. The law was written on tablets of stone. It didn't breathe. The word spirit means breath. And what Jesus said when he, oh, I guess I'll continue this when I get back. I got 30 seconds. So when Jesus said to the Samaritan woman, worship in spirit and truth, it's not about the building. It's not about things written in stone. It's about a living, breathing relationship with God through the Messiah, 
Jesus. All right, I think that's what it means. All right, we're going now to where 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 we're going. The the yeah, the center of 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 schmoozing and shilling. We're, that's right, Neil Robbins along with Brooke Taylor schmoozing and shilling away during Father Simon Says here on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. And this is your last opportunity to show your support for Father Simon as we will be in our uh, full pledge drive glory tomorrow at this time here on Relevant Radio. So show your support for Father Simon right now by uh, giving a pledge at RelevantRadio.com or by tapping the app or by giving us a call at 877-291-0123, 877-291-0123. It is a partnership challenge hour, and uh, any amount that you give, whether it's, you know, $20, $50, $100, $5,000, it's going to be matched dollar for dollar, so your gift will be doubled. Uh, Brooke, I was uh, looking over our Last the last listener survey that we did, which was a couple of years ago, but we had 10,000 respondents and uh, we found that 900, almost 10 percent of the of the, uh, you know, of the respondents came back to the faith because of relevant radio. These results just blew our mind. Uh, 20, 20 percent said they came back to Sunday mass. 20 percent were inspired to go to daily mass. Uh, 84% to pray more, 43% told us that uh, they went back to confession because of listening to Relevant Radio. Those are some awesome results, and uh, that's what your pledge can do. Give right now. Join our family while we have this dollar-for-dollar match. RelevantRadio.com, the app, or 877-291-0123. It's so beautiful to hear that, too, Neil, because you know for every— individual soul they are attached to other souls a family a son a daughter or a mom or dad and that expands and that's the beauty of the faith and we need it now more than ever and the light that comes with truth beauty and goodness here on relevant radio like you said matching funds this hour so that doubles your gift and you think about that investment with radio with relevant radio it is effective like nothing else because it's available everyone can listen especially the homebound the corporate worker who's on the road a lot, the poor, the homeless. We hear from a lot of people who are either in trucks or they're homeless, wherever they are, that it's available. There's no subscription. It's direct and immediate. We are even faster than Amazon Prime. It's instant. It's live. And dollar for dollar, we're able to reach everywhere, coast to coast. So, so much there. RelevantRadio.com, the app, or one 291 123 All easy ways to give to join the family. 99 people. We need only 99 more okay. to join us from coast to coast. Help us during our Join the Family Pledge Drive, a dollar for dollar match if you give right now. RelevantRadio.com, the app, or join the family at 877-291-0123. Powered by you. By you. Listener supported. Welcome back to our Join the Family Fall Pledge Drive on Relevant Radio. Well, thank you for joining the family and, uh, uh, thank you for all your generosity. But right now, uh, where where am I? I want to go back to. We were talking about a letter. Um, the the uh, which I found very interesting. What does it mean to worship in spirit and truth? Um, well, that that to worship in spirit. I think well. I think it really means to worship in a living relationship 
spirit, the word pneuma in Greek means breath. And to worship in a living relationship. And, and it's kind of challenging because sometimes, you know, we go, I do this, you go through the rituals, you say the prayers, and you're not feeling it. Now, I, I, I always say love is what you do when you don't feel it. I'm not talking about feeling in that sense, but it's, it's almost become kind of, well, I'm just doing this because I do it. Uh, I think COVID was a, was a huge wake-up call in a way because there are a lot of people who stopped going to church. And, well, when COVID was, would be over, they'd come back. They didn't come back. They got used to watching church on television in their jammies and uh, with a cup of cocoa. And, um, you know, it had just been something they were in the habit of doing on a Sunday morning. What are you going to do on a Sunday morning before you go to Denny's for breakfast or wherever you go for breakfast? Um, then there are people who longed for Holy Communion when they couldn't receive it in COVID. And I think that was a, a kind of dividing line thing to worship uh, something that is a, a living being. I think that's what it means to worship in spirit and to worship in truth. Um, you know, that, that so often we convince ourselves that we're religious because we do religious things. And remember, Jesus was always talking about the hypocrites. And the word hypocrite means play actor. And to be a good actor, the first person you have to convince of the role is yourself. You have to get into the character and convince yourself that you're that character. That's a technique of acting. And we do that with our with our faith, you know, that 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 we want to we think that being spiritual is looking spiritual. And if we look spiritual enough, we even convince ourselves that we are. Um, uh, I often quote C.S. Lewis, who said um, who, who put these words in the mouth of the devil, you know, God being the enemy and, and the screw tape being this this um, tempter he says, you know, the enemy, meaning God, wants people to be religious. We're fine if they feel religious, just so they aren't religious. We want them to feel charitable, just so they aren't charitable. The enemy is much more interested in their being charitable, you know, that that somehow it's not real for us if we don't feel it. Oh, it's very real. Um, that, that we worship uh, because it's, well, because it's true. We worship in spirit, in other words, we're worshiping a living, we're, we're involved with a living relationship. Sometimes you feel it, sometimes you don't. And we worship in truth. Sometimes you feel it, sometimes you don't. So I think that was a very profound question. I wanted to revisit it today, you know. I, I, I shared this experience with you. I hadn't been to one of the old masses since I was a kid. You know, I grew up in the old mass. Um, and I heard that there was an old mass at, at uh, St. John Cantus in Chicago. So I... I as soon as I was done with my Spanish mass, I hopped in the car and raced down Lakeshore Drive, expecting this glorious high mass with polyphony and Gregorian chant and clouds of incense. And it was an unair conditioned church with an old priest mumbling in, into a, into the wall in a language that I could have understood if I'd heard him, but I couldn't hear him. And there were screaming babies everywhere, no polyphony, and uh, there was the smell of the crowd instead of incense. And I said to the Lord in my heart, I said, I'm not having much of an experience here, Lord. And the little voice inside said, oh, you came for an experience. I thought you came to worship. And I did. And I, then I had a profound experience and a profound awareness about the real presence. The real presence is real. In other words, it isn't real because I feel it. That priest up there mumbling in Latin in a, facing a wall was not on to, have, to give me an experience. 
he was there to offer fitting sacrifice, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus to the Father. That was his job. It wasn't to make me feel goosebumps. And my job as a congregant wasn't to feel goosebumps. It was to kneel there in submission to the creator of the, of the universe. And, and I was worshiping in truth. Not because I felt it, not because I liked it, but because it was true. And I was worshiping in spirit because it was somebody I was worshiping, not just sort of a code of behavior, not just sort of a, 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 a set of rituals. There were rituals involved. Rituals are involved with love. Every time my father came home, washed his hands, and kissed my mother, it was a ritual. And boy, what I would give to see that old man kiss that old woman one more time. You know, uh, when you're a kid, you think, yuck, what's that about? But it's one of those simple rituals of love. And the Mass is a simple ritual of love. It's in spirit and in truth. So I just, I thought that was a very, very profound thing. All right, uh, let's, let me look at the time here. Let me go to one or two more letters before we take a break. Hold on, hold on. So at any rate, Catherine, uh, thanks for that, that question. I hope, I hope that answers it. Okay, now, all right, this is one. Um, I live in southern Indiana, and my grandfather's home parish, St. Boniface in Fulda, Indiana, and being able to hear his story brings, well, uh, thank you. I, uh, people were very kind about my, my as always, scattered presentation about uh, St. Valborga and St. Uh, Hildegard. I got a lovely letter from Frank, uh, uh, um, who just loved the music of St. Hildegard. She really was quite a composer, so thank you. And there were other kind comments on it, and I, I certainly enjoyed doing it. Yeah, uh, people loved here. it. This, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> I I enjoyed it, but I enjoyed it because it was obscure. Uh, <clears throat> I, uh, that's me, a classicist. I love the obscure, but it, it worked. Okay, this is from, uh, let me make sure, this is from Mary in Minneapolis. Um, she's saying, I shouldn't apologize for going along, uh, during the beginning. Well, never tell a preacher that. Oh, I could listen to you all day. Cause guess what? We'll preach all day. So, but thanks for the kind letter, Mary. I don't know. Now, where was I? Too much I of a good thing. I wanted to, too much of a good thing, said the voice in my head. Um, well, one more letter and then we'll go to the, the, the break. Let's see here. Um, this is a very kind letter from Jim in La Crosse, who grew up Lutheran, um, or his wife rather grew up Lutheran, and her siblings and their families are Protestant, and uh, the brother-in-law proclaims that we're saved by faith alone. Why do Protestants ignore the book of James that clearly states that faith without works is dead? The only time the phrase uh, uh, faith alone appears in the New Testament is St. James. So it says, brothers, we are... Uh, not saved by faith alone. Yeah. Uh, uh, then a more a fuller, an even more interesting question. James two nineteen says, "You believe in God that God is one. You do well. Even the d demons believe that and tremble." What does this mean, and how does it take? How does it relate to faith and works? Well, uh, the the if you understand the word believe means trust, uh, but it means it can also mean to trust the facts, 
the, the facts are true. It, it isn't when we think of trust, we think of something that has emotioning uh, accompanying emotion. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. But believe me, the, the demons, their trust is not a saving trust. Um, I don't know if it really relates to what what uh, faith and works uh, is saying, but I think very clearly that that uh, there's only one God and that caused the demons to tremble because uh, the early Christians believed that there were lots of gods, but those false gods were demons. There was the one God and then there were all these fake gods who were in fact demons. So the oneness of God um, <clears throat> exposed the demons for whom they were and, and the confession of the oneness of God I think lessens their power. Now, well, don't Christians worship three gods, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? No, we worship one God, uh, one who is perfectly united, three persons, one God. Uh, well, how can that be? Very simply, what we believe about God is that the oneness of God is a oneness of solidarity, not solitude. It's a oneness of unity, not, uh, not aloneness. And you know how you love people. You want to be one with your spouse. You want to be one with your children. But it never seems to work because you're imperfect. God is perfect. And the oneness that we long for is accomplished in the three persons of the Trinity who are perfectly one. And they are still perfectly diverse. If you believe what Jesus said, that God is love, the Trinity makes perfect sense. Because who's God going to love? The Father loves the Son, the Son loves the Father, and the Holy Spirit is, in fact, their very love. Well, God could love us, yeah, but then he'd be dependent on his creation for his existence, and that would mean he wasn't really God. So this is this is um, uh, about the oneness of God and how this relates to, I don't know why they cling to that when the scriptures clearly say otherwise. So let us uh, let us go to a miracle moment, and then we'll be back with the word of the day. But listen up, we got some good stuff changing lives in your neighborhood and across the nation. Here's another relevant radio miracle moment. An email from Paul. Paul says, greetings from Manchester, England. My friend Kevin brought your show to my attention a few months ago, and I enjoy it greatly. I enjoy your presentation and topics. Thank you. But I'm in need of prayer as I'm facing sight loss. My vision's been poor for years, and it seems like it's getting worse. My sight loss has massively affected my confidence, now threatens my career. Praise God, though, I want to let you know through that I converted to Catholicism last year. So my spiritual sight is stronger than it has ever been. But I value all of the prayers from your listeners. And we'll do that. We're one family here. Whether we're separated by distance, it doesn't matter. God's going to hear our prayers. This miracle moment was brought to you by you. Make a tax-deductible donation now to support our mission at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. Join a family in giving. We are rolling through day four here. Boy, time is passing quickly as we mobilize team effort to reach our goal of $3 million by the end of the day tomorrow. 214 stations across the country and counting. Because of the app, the reach is even wider, as we just heard there in that miracle moment from Kevin in Manchester. It's Brooke Taylor and Neil Robbins here dropping in during Father Simon Says. You hear that phrase, powered by you, because we are listener-supported. And so for one final time this year, we share the need. You are always there. And we have a big goal this hour, I know, Neil. And some thank yous I just want to mention quickly. First-time donor, Christine in West Lafayette, Indiana. Your gift is now doubled because we have a matching 
closing hour. And relevantradio.com is the website to give securely, also the app, or you can call one 877 Also, James in Springboro, Ohio, in Warren County there. New donor, new market. Right. So that could be Cincinnati or Dayton. Both are brand new just as a few weeks ago. Welcome to the family, and thank you for answering the call. We need 76 more people to step forward this hour so we can hit our our mini goal uh, that we set for ourselves of getting 130 people to help us out here this hour during Father Simon Says on Relevant Radio. Can you be one of the super 76 to help us out? This is your very last chance this week to support Father Simon. As uh, This time tomorrow, we're going to be in full pledge drive mode. Father Simon won't be uh, here tomorrow, but he'll be back on Monday. Don't worry about that. <laughs> RelevantRadio.com, the app, or give us a call to help out, 877-291-0123, 877-291-0123. This is a partnership challenge for the next uh, 14 minutes or so. You have 14 minutes to get in, get us a call, give us a call, or uh, jump online and uh, give a donation. Any amount that you can give, it will be doubled. And also keep in mind, it's tax deductible. That's another note. Two weeks from today is Thanksgiving. So this is kind of a win-win. You can, you can win that? and bless souls. It's two weeks it's from tax today. Deductible. Can, you, can you believe that? It's two weeks from today? No, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I had to double check that actually on the I calendar. I did too. I did too. And, the, and there's a lot to celebrate. So this is a wonderful opportunity. Let us know who you are thankful for in your faith life, who has mentored you. Uh, it's also Veterans Day on Saturday and uh, it's Adoption Awareness Month. So much to be thankful for. RelevantRadio.com, the app, or one 877 to get that super 76, as Neil said. Yes. Tell us what you are thankful for. Hopefully you're thankful for Father Simon Says and uh, Relevant Radio. Let us know. RelevantRadio.com, the app, or give at 877-291-0123. Please join the family right now. Cincinnati and Dayton are new stations, and or as great-grandma would have called it, Zinzinati. The real way to say it, Zinzinati. I guess she called Dayton just Dayton. But we're happy to have everybody in the family. So that said, let's go to the word of the day. You know, I get the biggest kick out of the people who translate the Bible. Um, uh, this water flows, there's water coming out of the temple uh, this water flows into the eastern district down upon the Arabah. Why do they call it the Arabah? Arabah is a word that just means desert. And Arabs are desert dwellers. I mean, that's all it means, the desert. I, I get the biggest kick out of the word wadi. Uh, it, became, it was very fashionable to talk about wadis, which are just dried out gulches. I suppose wadi sounds more biblical than gulch. But that's what a wadi is. It's a gulch. Sometimes it has water in it. Usually it doesn't. So I don't know if this is terribly edifying, but Arabah just means desert. I don't know why they don't translate it. It ran down into the into the desert, the valley of the desert. So there you go. Ah, that said, let's go to phones. Why don't you ask me a little easy question? Will you answer it? A tiny one. 
<laughs> Steve, answer me a ask me a tiny question. What can I do for you, Steve, from uh, from Weatherfield in Vermont? Hi, 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 Father Simon. Um, yeah, hopefully this will be your easy question for the day. Good, good. Um, I, 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 I try to attend mass at, at while, I'm, while I'm at work uh, during the week, and and I've asked my wife. She says no, 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 there's not. So I figured I'd ask an expert. Um, oh, um, oh, yes, of course. So, so sometimes there's a second reading at at the daily mass, and and I and I, I know I wasn't going crazy, and today there was a second reading at yeah. mass, and. And what's the? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if rationale is the correct word, but why do we have second readings? Well, for, for the, the weekday mass, we we didn't used to. The in the old mass, the the biblical readings were very uh, very limited, and in the council, they and this is something I I personally like that they wanted to get more scripture in there, and so on Sundays there would be three readings to kind of squeeze more Bible in there, and. Um, there are certain feasts that are almost Sundays. The solemnities are as if Sundays. And then there are feasts that are major feasts, like this one, celebrated throughout the world. It's not quite a solemnity, but close. So uh, on feasts and solemnities, we treat them like a Sunday. And in the Novus Ordo, we have three readings on a Sunday. Does that answer the question? It does, and I, and I guess I'm embarrassed to say, I, I guess I'm not sure what the feast is today. But, um, but It's you... always the feast of the dedication of the Lateran Basilica, which uh, if, if you get a chance to listen to the earlier part of the show, I talk about that. We're celebrating the freedom of the church, and we're celebrating Jesus' establishment of, of the temple made with living stones. It's a big feast, and we don't celebrate it the oh. way we should. So there you go. Oh, perfect. Well, thank you. All Father right. Simon. Thanks, Steve. I'm glad you listened. I'm glad you called in. God bless. Let's go to Marnie, who's calling in from Palmer, Alaska. What can I do for you, Marnie? Hi. Um, a little earlier, you were talking about one God and the oneness of God. And so mm-hmm. I had this question for a while. At the opening, After the opening prayer during the Mass, they dropped the word one, one mm-hmm. God. And in the Liturgy of the Hours, they have also one God forever and ever. Amen. And so why did yeah. they drop the word one? Because it wasn't in the Latin text of the Mass. That's why. And the implication, it's not a big deal, but the implication saying through our Lord Jesus Christ, uh, one God forever and ever. In other words, it's it's a confession that, that, uh, that they all together, in a sense, comprise God. Uh, and you don't have to put the one in because it's implied just in the use of the word one. But the real reason is because a few years ago under Benedict, they tried to make the English text of the mass conform more closely to the Latin text. And that's why they just haven't, they didn't do that with the liturgy of the hours. That's still kind of unfixed, but uh, the, the collect of the mass, they did. Does that answer your question? Yes, thank you very much. Bye. Hey, it's, yeah, I was thinking, boy, it'd be cool if it was a symbolic, deeply meaningful, complicated question, but it's not. Okay, thanks for calling in, Marnie. God bless. All right, thank let's go you. to Bye. Rich. Who's, oh, you're welcome. Let's go to Rich from Redwood City, California. Yes, you know, I wanted to make a point here that reference books very often refer to our good buddy Jesus as a mm-hmm. as a Palestinian, I think he would take great umbrage at that because he always thought of himself as an Israelite, you know. And then the term yeah. Palestine 
It's just a territorial expression under Roman rule. It never, it never well, had any formal status. Actually, it referred to, it was from the word Philistine. The the who lived on the coast of of the Holy Land. So yeah, Jesus was not a Philistine; he was an Israelite, a Jew. So yeah, you got a point, Rich. And uh, 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 the Romans that that was never it was called Judea and Galilee and Samaria until the Romans destroyed that province, and they started calling it Palestine after the Philistines on the coast. So you have a point. Jesus would never have called himself a Palestinian. Let's go to Beth real quickly. Beth from Wisconsin, are you with us? Yes, I am, Father. Yes. Um, My question is about receiving healing prayers from a Mm -hmm. healing ministry at a parish. Mm -hmm. Is that a good thing, or is that something? Oh, sure. Yeah. Especially if the pastor is backing it up and pastoring it, it's a fine thing, you know. Um, that that it's just asking for prayers for healing, and it's 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 certainly kosher, especially if it's in a parish and the pastor is supportive of it. So, well, we are going to once again schmooze for bucks, shill for shekels, and Beth, thanks for calling in. We've moved on, but uh, uh, again, I just want to thank you so much for your generosity. In this past in this past four days, I'm I'm always overwhelmed by it. It's such an honor to be part of this. Absolutely, thank you so much for helping us during our Join the Family Pledge Drive here at Relevant Radio. We have a dollar for dollar match at least for the next five minutes. Take advantage of that dollar for dollar match by getting a hold of us, relevantradio.com. You can give on the Relevant Radio app or by uh, getting. Uh, giving us a call at 877-291-0123, 877-291-0123. And, Brooke, we've had a couple of nice donations come in in the last couple of minutes here. We sure have. You are answering the call. We thank you. We rejoice. The smile is ear to ear here for Mary Alice in Sun Lakes, Arizona. She has a recurring gift. So we'll go back to that because you can join the 17,000 other souls who are part of the St. Joseph Society recurring gifts. And she just did that. Plus, it's doubled because, as you mentioned, Neil, we have a matching hour. We also have Leticia in McAllen, Texas, a new market again, and a $1,000 gift from an anonymous giver in Clifton, New Jersey. We are grateful for you. And again, that is doubled also in New Jersey, a uh, $1,230 gift from Anthony. God bless you. So a lot coming in as we set this goal for, uh, we had 117, I think, to go with 15 minutes left in the hour. And just quickly, I wanted to mention this because I think it's going to encourage you, I hope as it did me. It's an offer. It's a note from our beloved Papa who passed away on almost a year ago now, Pope Benedict XVI, and he issued a letter to Catholic broadcasters. This is back in 2008. In just a portion, he says, the words that are transmitted reach countless people, some of whom are alone, and for whom your word comes as a consoling gift, some of whom are curious and are intrigued by what they hear, some of whom never attend church because they belong to different religions or no religion at all, and some who have never heard the name of Jesus Christ. Yet through these services comes 
the words of salvation. And I share that with you because it's directed to you also, this participation work. We are listener supported. So we say join the family because we mean it. Relevant Radio, it touches people where they are in the privacy of their own heart and mind. We pray open to the Holy Spirit. So this is the time to jump in as we try to reach that goal, Neil, to make that $3 million mark by tomorrow. RelevantRadio.com, the app, easy, secure, quick ways, or call one 291 And uh, just, you know, rolling off of what uh, Pope Benedict had to say, uh, you know, during COVID, we heard that over and over again. You know, you guys are a lifeline. We don't yeah. know what we would do if you weren't there because <laughs> yeah. we were, I mean, we were there, we were their parish for a while there. 48 more people, 48 more people, and we will oh, hit that 134, well, 130 uh, uh, gifts this hour to Relevant Radio. Please help us out. We have a couple more minutes in our partnership challenge hour. You have a couple more minutes to show your support for Father Simon because uh, tomorrow at this time, it's going to be full pledge mode and uh, Father Simon will not be in tomorrow. So show some love to Father Simon. Help us out while we have this partnership challenge. Your uh, gift will be doubled right now if you give 877-291-0123, or you can uh, tap the app or give at relevantradio.com. And Neil, I had mentioned about the St. Joseph Recurring Gift Society. And so if you haven't heard about that, just a quick overview, you can work your monthly gift right into your budget and it's automatically paid. And what's beautiful is it's matched for the first year when you donate during a matching hour, which this is right now, here and now. And more of your donation then goes to the mission of Relevant Radio. Also, you'll receive prayers at the oratory and the shrine. You'll receive an annual thank you. And And again, there are over 17,000 fellow members, souls of the St. Joseph Recurring Gift Society. So it's a wonderful thing to do just quickly uh, to sign up. It takes a moment, less than a minute, really, at the app, relevantradio.com, the website, or you can call. Of course, we always love to hear your voice and talk to you that way. And while you're there, share your prayers request with us. I know we just talked about two weeks from today is Thanksgiving. And so what you're thankful for, 1-877-291-0123. We are thankful for you, and we invite you to join the family. And we only need 38 more people to step up and support us. Join the family right now. Matching funds, RelevantRadio.com, the app, or 877-291-0123. 877-291-0123. Join the family here at Relevant Radio. Give now. 